0: If this is your idea of fun, if you want to run with this shtick, have fun. Considering you were in first place the first half of the season and you're now for the second wildcard spot, you're six and a half back, by all means, have all the fun you want. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome
1: to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now.
0: Welcome back to the 30 Take. This is episode 232. I'll be your host, Kyle and I'm here with my co host, Nate Reyes.
1: Nate, what is up? End of August. End of the dog days.
0: September. We're in crunch time, ladies and gentlemen. But fortunately for you, we're only going to talk football today. We're going to be breaking down NFC, AFC, all levels of college football.
1: What point in the draft should you draft Peyton Manning? Whether
0: or not Tom Brady will be a viable option at tight end. Tebow making a comeback. All the goods. There will be no Tebow slander tolerated on this podcast. Uh, no, we got, we got. well, y- you'd love to think we're talking baseball today, but no, we got to talk about the second grade classroom that is the New York Mets and yeah. Clubhouse and, and City Field altogether. Just a... Dumpster fire of, of an organization. Should we um, give
1: a a warning at all for any Mets fans? Just I don't. Do you? I, no Mets. I don't fans, know if you want to stick around for this.
0: No Mets fans want to wallow in. That's true. What's transpiring right now with the organization? Because Mets,
1: Mets fans, they misery enjoys company, right?
0: That's the yeah. Saying? They it's what gets them through the year. Yeah. It's not. It it doesn't feel right for Mets fans if there's nothing to be. Uh, upset about if there's nothing um, of the pointless category to be upset about such as this because this is this might be an all-time low for even Mets fans I, I I don't know what to what to tell them I don't know either but before we do that we got baseball history but before we do that little free agent update for yours truly uh, have not received a call yet it's just, talk to your agent already. But I'm, like, what are I'm we putting doing? In, I'm putting in the work. Got over to the field today. Took some GBs. How'd took the some, spikes feel? It feels real good. Feels I think real I, good.
1: I think if I took GBs once a week, I think the fix would, would leave, you know? The fix. Know I, yeah, the itch, the scratch, the, the need to play. I feel like if I just took GBs once a week, I'm solid.
0: It, yeah, it felt real good. I want to get out there again. Gotta gotta shake the rust off for when I inevitably get the call, uh, when when they need to call on the ringer.
1: Inevitably, doesn't the season start tomorrow? Or, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, the fact that it says that it's the season starts on the first is irrelevant. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get the call.
1: What are the chances that you even get a desirable jersey number?
0: Look, I'm just here to you help the to team wear, win. You're gonna
1: have to wear like
0: a different hat. <laughs> I'm just here to help a team win. Although I will say I uh, I scraped up my old my old gear from college and even had to bust out the helmet from high school because that's the only usable helmet I have. So I'm ready to go whenever I get the call. Props so you for having a helmet. I'll have to uh, I'll have to keep you guys updated as the season progresses. If I even get a call. If I if I don't get a call, then just gotta get the mind right for for next season.
1: Yeah, plenty of time to prep. Do you? Um, I mean. I'm assuming it was just you and Josh at the field, right? Does he – how's his fungo game? Is solid. Okay? Solid. Do you trust the fungo game? Because if you trust the fungo game, I think you can get the whole the whole Ron Washington drill going. Yep. Where it's just on the knees you just all glove work. That'll get you right.
0: Yeah, I was able to shake a lot of rust off today, so.
1: But if you get with somebody who doesn't have a fungo skill, you might wear one off the teeth. You don't know.
0: No, absolutely trust it, and I was I was feeling good today, a lot better than I thought I would after having not played baseball for what is this now five years? Yeah, it's all there. The footwork's there, I, the glove uh, works there. It's all there.
1: I think I reached an ultimate low, an all time low of athleticism this weekend. Um, I I partook in quite a few adult beverages Saturday night with uh with a golf round. On Sunday, about four hours of sleep going in. If anyone's curious, on the weather is one o eight on Sunday. So your boy was sweating it out quite a bit. I get through two or three holes, and I catch one a little thick with a pitching wedge, and I just jam the hell out of my wrist, like awful.
0: And you had to like, call it. You had to bag it for the rest of the day.
1: Struggled to swing. I kept going. I took a, the rest of the hole off. Actually, no, because it was green side bunker. So I just chipped out of there and putted. I took the next one off after trying to swing the driver and it just went errant. Right. So I'm working through it. It's a bad round. I'm like, you know, what? i already paid. It's already hot out here. Let's just finish. My boy is on an absolute tear on pace to break 80. And he was like, just stick it out, man. Just stick it out. Try to loosen it up, work through it. Right. Get to like hole 16. And I hit this nuke of a driver. I pull it left though. Pretty far left. And it catches a side road and just bounces forever. We end up driving all the way down. I hop the fence. We find it like 400 yards down the way. It's a par five. So I still got plenty of room left, hit a pitching wedge to get it over the fence, get within like 80 yards. Right. I hop back over the fence and I roll my ankle on the way down, just absolute sideways. Like when you're, when your side of your calf touches the earth and your foot is just straight sideways. Yeah.
0: Now, see, you told that story all wrong. You should have said I had an incredible athletic feat this weekend. Drove a ball 450 yards. <laughs> it may have rolled down a side road for about half of that, but 450 <laughs> yards nonetheless, and just ended it right there. But now you went on to, yeah, explain that you rolled your ankle. Well, I just
1: I to be real with my no, we re- real with my, my peeps, You're authentic. And I'm currently wearing an ankle brace. Oh so it's struggling to walk up and downstairs. So the oh no, the level of unathleticism it couldn't be more real right now. Um,
0: Need to get you hooked up with some crutches.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 rough. It's one of the legit ones too. You Got like four different straps on it. It's the lace up strap, strap, big strap. It's one of those guys. That's where I'm at at the at the moment. So tough. I'm on the IL for a, for for the ten day at least. We will, uh, you know, we'll just figure it out. Can
0: we put you on the seven for that? Do you qualify for the seven? No, no minimum.
1: I need the ten. I need the ten. Possibly sixty. Not going to golf in the middle of the week anyway. So, if I get pushed to the sixty, it's (laughs) it's game over for you, man. Not good. I don't know what to do with myself. Kiss the golf game goodbye. It's it's really unfortunate, you know. It really is, and it's to the point where like the wrist was the reason I was playing so bad, so I could barely swing. I'd get like halfway up my, up my backswing and I'd feel it pinch and I'd just like baby it coming down. And then it ends up that the ankle ends up, you know, being worse of an injury. I couldn't even sleep last night. I had to like oh, put it in a yes. specific spot and put a pillow on my, my foot. I've, I've never felt so soft in my life. Never felt so soft.
0: You sound like Michael Scott when he burns his foot on the foreman grill. You know what? Did you have page like, there with a handheld fan above
1: it? I like the smell of bacon. Sue me. I like to wake up to the small bacon. The
0: no, nothing crazy. It is nutri- It is delicious. It is good for me. Um. Well, I'm just ho- I just hope you're ready for opening day. That's all I care about. If you have to miss the rest of this year, that's fine. We just need you back for opening day next year. It's up in the air right now. <laughs> With that said, let's transition to some baseball history here. I'll start us off the week of August 30th, courtesy of NationalPastime.com. August 31st, 2002. And I only put this in here for the sole reason of what we're going to talk about later in this episode. August 31st, 2002, losing their 13th consecutive game at Shea Stadium. The Mets complete the worst month at home in National League history with the 1-0 loss to Randy Wolf and the Phillies. The Amazons join the Seattle Pilots and the Tigers as teams that have not won a home game in a calendar month with at least 10 games. Imagine being a fan. I mean... Imagine being a Mets fan, period, but imagine being... I don't have a comment yet. I want you to keep going. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it. I'm just saying... You'll, imagine, you'll, you'll know why. Imagine getting tickets... Tickets? Uh, imagine getting tickets for a game in August of 2002, thinking, hey, let's go, let's go enjoy an old ball game. Nope. And you just see L after L after L. September 1st, 1980, Ed Farmer, who had been accosted on the mound in June by Al Coens, agrees to drop the assault charges brought against the Tiger center fielder by the Illinois authorities in exchange for a handshake and an apology from his attacker. In other words, they got into a little little beef, a little brawl on the mound, and he said, look, I'll drop the assault charges if just shake my hand. and
1: That's it. That's all it takes. Man to man. I'll remove everyone else from this scenario. It's just you and me. Shake hands. It's called a good one. Before I like the, that.
0: Before the Comiskey Park contest, the two former combatants bring out the lineup cards, smile and shake hands, with Perfect. the White Sox fans continuing to boo the Detroit player, and a Coward Cohen's banner will express the Southsiders' sentiments. I like that. Yeah, like see that the fans the fans you take the fans out of it, and this is just a, a, a feel good story. It's a happy ending. This is of what course. we all wanted. Fans always messing things up. Just ask Javi Baez, Francisco Lindor. September first, two thousand nine, in his first home game back from the DL after suffering a torn right testicle. Ah, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't even know you could tear how do you tear a uh, how do you tear a testy? Isn't that uh, painful just hearing it? It's painful saying it. I got, you gotta adjust. I it. just gotta
1: adjust in my chair yeah, I gotta, a little bit. It's got to make up sure here they're too. clear.
0: It's a little, uh, some, let them breathe. In his first game back from the DL after I'm sorry, the IL Well no, this is two thousand nine, so it's a yeah, DL. His yeah, first ga- <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? In his first game back from the DL after suffering a torn right testy when a bad hop grounder hits him in the groin last month, Adrian Beltre hears the nutcracker sweet when he steps into the batter's box. Mariner teammate Ken Griffey Jr. arranged to have the safe go field PA system play the waltz to have some fun with his third baseman who decided not to wear a protective cup until today's game that is such a low blow <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got what do you got
1: oh man that's good I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it way back way way back September 2nd 1880 that old strawberry hill located on the shores of Nantasket Beach in Hull Massachusetts
0: that's not a real place strawberry hill that strawberry sounds hill. like it's straight out of door of the explorer nope strawberry hill it happened. That's the, not a first, right place. the
1: first baseball game, number one, played at night, it takes place under artificial lights with teams made up of employees from retail competitors of Jordan Marsh and R.H. White. What contest, year is this? 1880. It's the first one under the lights. The contest illuminated by lights placed on three wooden towers erected 500 feet apart.
0: I thought you were about to say five hundred feet up in the air, and I was no, like, erected five hundred feet apart from
1: one another, supplying the brightness of ninety thousand candles. <laughs> Ends in a poorly played sixteen sixteen tie, when the players need to catch the last ferry back to Boston.
0: Zero chance. Less than we're we're in the negatives on the chance that that actually worked out, because you have professional lighting companies that put lights at ballparks today. In this economy, mm-hmm. and it's you can't even see anything. It's just like out how,
1: how they equated it to ninety thousand candles. That's perfect. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't think you can really measure that, can you?
1: Uh, lumens, right? Is that what it's called,
0: dude? I sci- stop paying attention. To science and like, like decibels
1: for for sound. It's lumens for light. Is it lumens? I feel good about this one actually. I <laughs>
0: I feel I, I feel real strong about this. Honestly, guess.
1: I I'm one of those guys that just has an abundance of trivia knowledge that means nothing to the world. That provides no type of of real success in life. I just have a ton of facts stored up here that, that don't really mean
0: much. I need to be on your pub trivia team. I got you. I got you. Next time, next time we meet up at a game. Let's All right, go out deal. And catch trivia that city. Uh
1: September 3rd, 1985. Future Hall of Famer Reggie Jackson with his 525th round tripper becomes the first major leaguer to collect 100 home runs with three different teams. California outfielder who hit 269 with his 10 seasons Oakland, 144 at the Yankees, and his two homers to go over the century mark playing for the Angels tonight in a 14-8 to loss to Detroit. Now, my question is because I included a little trivia. Because I said, if you were listening, he's the first one to have 100 home runs with three different teams. I have one, two, three, four more names. Oh, God. You will not get one of them. Can promise it, you you won't get one of is
0: them. Is it Hamilton shoehorn?
1: Basically, because uh, as no disrespect, I've just never heard of this guy. The other three you will get.
0: Does it say when this individual played? Is that why I've never heard of him?
1: Uh, he was 60s, 70s, actually like 50s to 70s and gotcha, 80s. Gotcha. He played forever. Uh, who knows? Probably like over three different decades.
0: All right. Well, then let's just get this one out of the way then. If
1: well, I let know. me ask you this. Do you want the answers now or do you want to think on it a little bit longer? Well, give our that, listeners the chance. Give me the guy think. that you. Yeah. Daryl Evans. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It, I think He's with the Pirates, the Giants, someone else. I don't
0: know. I would have said like Daryl Philbin.
1: Yeah. Heard of him um yeah so the other three do you want to guess them now do you want to
0: 100 on three different clubs correct you want to take some time these questions are impossibly hard now i understand why people struggle on game shows so much where it's like you idiot it's like yeah you just choke you just it's difficult to get the brain going just have the mental block all right let's think this through
1: i'll give you time if you want three here's what i will say we have watched all three of these guys play in our lifetime.
0: All right. How about this? Is there any more baseball history left?
1: Yeah, I got one more.
0: All right. Give me that and I'll come back. We'll come back to this.
1: No. I'm <laughs> going to give you more time because what I have next is the perfect segue. Okay.
0: All so right. we
1: just got to move along. All right. We're so just we going to move along. More, we'll come back to it.
0: One more after this? Yeah. All right. right. We'll come back to it? No. If you want to do it now, let's do it now. Um. Okay. Three. So there's four total is what you're saying in baseball four. history?
1: Five total, Reggie Jackson, who I read about. Oh, including Daryl Evans.
0: Oh, okay. Da, da, da. There's three okay. names you got to come Do up the with. Three other
1: ones. All but right. We have watched play in our
0: lifetime. Surely, no, he wasn't there long enough. Uh, boy. All right, let's think. Let's think. Multiple teams. Oh, <sighs> uh, boy. Um, Why is this so difficult? Give For those wondering,
1: hint. I'm looking at Kyle's face, and I promise you he's not looking anything up.
0: I'm not. I'm really not. Give me a hint here. No, I just have my hand over my face because I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing these things. Um, Give me like a, like a non-revealing hint that will kind of like at least point me in the right direction even though I'm still basically blindfolded here.
1: Tough. One's a lefty. The other two are righties. All three of them are infielders, were infields. They're all retired.
0: Oh, my gosh. I feel like that's non-revealing, right? Clearly not because I did not jump to any – any names right out of the gate. Oh, this is terrible. Um, All right, let's focus on the lefty here. Division. I'm t- I promise you it's not going to help me. I just need... AL need Central. For the lefty. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on the lefty here.
1: AL Central and NL East. Oh, right, for the multiple teams. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, NL East. This is terrible. He's an American. Okay. I don't even know why... I can't even, like, think of someone right now.
1: They're obviously all north of 400 home runs.
0: Not Eddie Murray. No. Okay. We watched him.
1: Uh, did we watch Eddie Murray play? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: did you say we watched all three of them?
1: You and I have been alive, and we have watched all three of them play in our lifetime. But they are all retired.
0: Okay, well, and you said oh, you said they are all infielders. Okay. I was like, I know Griffey didn't get 100 in when he was with Chicago because he was well over the hill at that point. Mm-hmm um i dude, i don't know man this We're is come so back hard. to it yes please this is all right we'll come back
1: to it later crazy just just keep it in the back of your noggin all think right. about it for a bit lastly here this is uh, a lot what you already read 2002 september 3rd by losing their 15th Straight game at Shea Stadium. The Mets passed the dubious mark set by the 1911 Braves to establish a new nationally record for consecutive losses at home. The Amazons did not win a home game in August, finishing the month 0-13 in New York. Perfect transition, I told you.
0: I love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. By the way, for those who are curious, we divide baseball history – Kyle always takes the first half of the week. The first half of the week. So he's going to take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I take Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday's never really in the picture just because, you know, it's nowhere near our recordings. We have no idea what the other person chooses. So the fact that we both choose something to destroy the Mets on destroy the Mets night here for us, it's pretty cool. So do we continue into... Ruining.
0: Is Jim, Jim Tomey one of the answers? You cheated. You <laughs> looked it up. No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I looked up home run leaders and I see Tomey on the top of the list and it that was, just yep. makes sense.
1: Jim Tomey's one.
0: Uh the other two were infielders that we've both watched. Okay, well it's not it's not pools. It's not it's not Frank Thomas. No. No, not Frank Thomas. Okay. Uh see the 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 part that's throwing me is the fact that we've seen these guys. That's mm-hmm. what's throwing me off here. Dude, I literally have no idea. What are the other two? Adrian Beltre. Okay, that one makes sense. People forget about the Dodger days. Yeah, that's what's throwing me off. Yeah. Because he came. To, he was one of the first names that popped in my mind. and I'm like, okay, yeah. I've got him in Seattle. I've got him in Texas. Yeah, people forget about the Dodger days.
1: Wow. And uh, our favorite, Arod. Thought you would definitely get that one.
0: Bro, what are you? Seattle, Texas. Oh, Yankees. my God. God, I forgot he played for Seattle. Oh, my. I didn't forget that he played for Seattle, but as I'm thinking through that, I clearly forgot he played for Seattle. Yeah. Literally, the other probably first name that came to mind, I was like, no, that's two. God, what an embarrassment to baseball history that I am right now. Tough. Yikes.
1: That was a tough one, though. I had to. You didn't know it
0: was coming, so I had to. I didn't let you
1: prep at all.
0: Yeah, when you blindside me with trivia, any trivia, it doesn't matter what it's about. I'm. Hit me up in the DMs. Ask me a question. I probably won't know it. <laughs> if I don't see it coming, I'm, yeah. I'm worthless. Absolutely worthless. Speaking of worthless, the New York <laughs> Mets. <laughs> just just <laughs> a let's joke, go. Dude. Just a joke. Hey, just for kicks, can you give me a can you give me a rendition of uh, your umpire ejection? Just to get you just, me, need, you just need to get it fired get up. Get the juices flowing. You're gone. Me. Get out of here. Cops are gonna uh,
1: knock on my apartment freaking uh, front door it's coming sir, we
0: we have reports of uh potential domestic abuse you might <laughs> if we step inside
1: i'm solo dolo up here fellas my bad
0: uh, okay the mets good lord this is i mean thank you to the mets for giving us something to cover in the podcast but <laughs> this uh, this just isn't it it's this isn't it i don't know what we're trying to prove here first of all can we just Let's just break down You wanna lo- run
1: through the yeah, the list of
0: Well, I was gonna say the bullet list. It's long. Let's break down the logic of this, this whole thing because it it doesn't it doesn't hold any water. It's shoot out those shoot out those
1: quotes for, for people who live under a rock.
0: All right. So for the people who live under solely,
1: a rock solely, you know, listen to us for all baseball news, which if you do, thanks. Much love.
0: Javi Baez comes out and says First of all, before I share these quotes I w- it was brought to my attention that apparently the Mets have been doing this whole thumbs down thing for a few weeks now, but that it recently just caught traction with the national media and as a result, the baseball world. So I'm not exactly sure the the uh, start date, if you will, but apparently it's been going on longer than just this weekend. All that to say, Javi Baez comes out and says when we don't get success, we're going to get booed so they're going to get booed when we get success. It just feels bad when I strike out and I get booed. It doesn't really get to m- let's let's walk this back, Javi. It doesn't really get to me, but I want to let them know that when we're a success, we're going to do the same thing, to let them know how it feels. I play for the fans, and I love the fans, but if they're going to do that, they're just putting more pressure on the team, and that's not what we want. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like uh, somebody who is not cut out to play in New York. To play in New York City.
1: Uh, I take that back. Not cut out to play in Major League Baseball. You can't play in this league.
0: Oof. You can't play in this league. Booing happens everywhere. Could we make the argument that if that's the mentality, maybe not cut out to play like Division I baseball? Probably. Have you seen what Texas A&M does to pitchers they, who start racking up consecutive balls? Folks. They ruin folks. Goodness gracious. Dude's
1: coming out of there faking injuries so they don't have to pitch again.
0: My question is this. How does this make sense?
1: It doesn't because the definition of getting to you is coming out with this nonsense. You said booing doesn't get to me. You also said I feel bad when you boo me. And now you have a reaction to based on
0: said booing (laughs) you could okay let's 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 break this down from a fundamental standpoint all right javi by you could literally break down each almost every sentence of this quote There is more to it i had to i had to trim it down because i was like we don't have all day look language
1: barrier or not this still doesn't add up this still doesn't make sense
0: no i mean i was able to like see through the language barrier but i'm like okay even then it it like you said it doesn't make sense. Let's let's break this down. All right. He says when we don't get success, we're going to get booed. Javi. Correct. That's everywhere. That's li- that's life, guy. That happens mm-hmm. at the little league level. Tough. But yeah. It's tough. It's tough, but not you a, have not a good look. you have overzealous and ambitious dads. You there's it's there's going to be booing. That, yeah. That's just how it's forms of booing. Sure. Apparently putting thumbs down is a form of booing. That's news to me. He says, "So they're going to get booed when we get success." Javi, how is how is this putting your thumbs down, booing them, and also what is that proving to the fans? What not are a you, thing. I, 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 I'm not trying to. This isn't a bit. I'm genuinely curious as to how that is supposed to get back at the fans. Like, what are the fans gonna then feel bad and and? mope around the rest of the day I, I i truly don't understand and here's the other thing for the people that are saying oh this is just like a this is just just a shtick like they're just having fun this no really no, no, at this no. point in the season we're we're trying to we're trying to create this little joke narrative i i feel like you should focus on winning ball games they've been doing it all year they don't even get me started so then let's let's continue let's continue the breakdown here It just feels bad when I strike out and I get booed. Javi. There there
1: you go. Buddy. That's getting to
0: you. Do you realize where you play? You're going to get booed. And
1: he asked to go there. He offered to go there. I don't think the Mets were really too much of a favorite on the radar, trade market-wise. He offered to go there, and he offered to slide over to second base. He took a positional
0: back seat to go there. Exactly
1: exactly he knows where he's going
0: and he says it feels bad when i strike out and get booed buddy first of all do you realize where you're playing second of all on the flip side on a more positive note do you realize why new york sports fans really in general really across the board football basketball baseball whatever they will eat you alive but we've seen it play out before our own eyes If you succeed and you're able to get past that and you're able to deal with that and you're able to work through that as an athlete and as an individual because that surely has to affect you off the field, off the court, whatever. Oh, yeah. If you're able to get through that, they will build you a statue. Yeah. If you succeed in New York, you will be heralded as a legend. So to sit here and be surprised that you're getting booed in New York City... It's a little much, a little much for me to handle. Agreed. Continuing here. He says, it doesn't really get to me. Just did in the last sentence. (laughs) This whole thing is what this is all about. But I want to let them know when we're a success, we're going to do the same thing. Why does it matter what the fans think in response to whatever this is that you're doing? Right. Why is that your concern? You should be focused on what's going on in between the lines there, guy.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean one, I gotta clear this up because I, I saw some of this in the comment section and it was in reference to a Mets fan a few years ago doing the thumbs down, big guy, beard, glasses. No, that's and the Yankees. it was when the Mets were playing the Yankees and the Yankees turned that into a joke because it was a meme, because it blew up all over social media. So the Yankees started doing it those two things are very separate so no need to talk about that no need to drag this in okay that's one two i want to i want to think obviously new york is tougher than most if not all places to play and succeed in because of that pressure i want to think that pretty much every fan base is is gonna boo but when we talk about the blindly loyal fans of chicago specifically the cubs they've dealt with decades of failure booing isn't in them because it doesn't change anything they're just used to that life so when you when you struggle to succeed in wrigley not a huge deal you know what i mean the cubs like you know what it's cool we all sang together today i had a couple dogs i'm out of here i caught a game losers they're really not too bad right New York fans don't mess around. New York fans aren't patient. Exhibit A, not patient. That's what it is. So he's never been, he's never seen this before. He's never seen this type of criticism before. Because Strikeout Javi has always been Strikeout Javi. I don't know if you saw that video from like last week, by the way, where he missed on a changeup by like literally 15
0: feet. The You mean the ball that got spiked at like the edge of the mound? Yeah, it was tough. He, I've
1: never seen someone so far out in front of anything ever ever at any level it's brutal
0: the ball had to travel what 12 feet it was so
1: so so far out in front anyway um nah it's just this is this is what new york is this is what fans do they have high expectations if you're gonna play here you need to live up to that the problem is Whoever's running that clubhouse, which it sounds like Javi is immediately up to the top of that list, even though he's been there for like a month, way too soon to be leading any type of ridiculous, comical team builder, whatever you want to call this or chalk this up as. The clubhouse is so soft right now. And I want to say probably all of 2021. So many things have come to light. Which means there is no chemistry there. There is no trust there. And again, I'm sure for you listeners with your fan base, you've seen certain things, certain types of celebrations come out in players. You've also probably struggled to find out what it actually meant because those teams and those clubhouses keep it in-house. I remember a few years ago, the Yankees had this like four thing. Every time they got on base, they'd flash four fingers. No one could figure out what it was. I listened to the R2C2 podcast. I don't remember who was being interviewed. I want to say it was Luke Voigt or Judge or somebody on there. And even CeCe interrupted Ruko and said, nah, that stays in-house. On the podcast, Rucco tried to ask what it was about. CeCe goes, nah, that's staying here. We don't talk about that. On his own podcast, there are certain clubhouses that have a group of guys that you just you keep things in-house and there's nothing wrong with that. That's Okay. Everything this year with the Mets has been out in the open. Everything. Every weird little imaginary hitting coach raccoon/rat, everything has come out. Lock it down, Luis Rojas. Control your clubhouse. You have zero control. Any type of backing that I had on him as a manager has pretty much been tossed out the window for me personally. I do not believe in Ru- Luis Rojas. I've watched questionable decisions be made in-game, but I have no faith in the fact that he can control his clubhouse in any way. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. This whole thing is embarrassing. Enough to where, I'm sure you got the quote, their owner had to come out and say stuff.
0: Which we'll get to, but before we get to that, I wanted to... Was a
1: GM? Th- Sandy Austin right? Was a GM? not a President. President. Cohen's a GM. Former, former GM.
0: There's a P... I've been really struggling for those for those who have been listening to the podcast this year you know my i won't speak for Nate. you know my thoughts on just the corniness of this team and the way it's played out this year and i've been struggling to figure out a way to kind of like summarize my thoughts on this and i came across this new york times piece today that pretty much does it for me and i'll read it for you here it says the funniest thing about the Mets is the players' pious self image. Over and over they emphasize that they're all about positivity and if you doubt them or point out a flaw, you're a hater. They seem to believe they're entitled to praise no matter their performance. Perfect. That is just the Perfectly it, written. Props oh, to incredible. Who, who was that? I didn't get the, the note, but it just Google Google New York Times piece on the Mets with this whole sh- this whole debacle. Um I'm gonna look it up. But, but it's you go. J- <laughs> it's just embarrassing that you're so sensitive to the point where, and it's, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not going to say it started with Stroman, but it's, you look at just Stroman's behavior on Twitter and it really has bled out into really the team's handling of their, I don't like the way, their way of doing things on the field, off the field, whatever. And it's this whole, we're going to do what we're going to do. And if you don't like it, then we're going to have a problem with you. Their own fans. Right. I did not think I would be reading a headline this season about a team trying to boo their own fans on the field.
1: Writers, Tyler Kepner. Props, Tyler Kepner.
0: Of the Tyler United Kepner. Times. Props to Tyler. But here's the other thing. When you're a team that's been in first place for a good portion of the season. Right. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're sitting a handful of games under 500. Yeah. You can it's it's probably safe to say you're going to get you're going to get boot. We coughed it up. And
1: also uh, have some have some organizational awareness. You want to flip the script. You had an owner come in and say we're going to flip the script and change the whole Mets will be Mets kind of thing. But you've been more the Mets this year than I can any collective <laughs> year of, oh uh, i can God. remember you know what i mean like how do you there's so many examples this year where it's like why
0: why are we talking about this why is this a thing and i may have misspoke i can't i can't exactly remember what i assigned each of these guys but sandy alderson is the president and cohen is the team's owner mm-hmm. can't remember what i said but i just want to clear that up for anybody who maybe thought i said something else uh but sandy alderson comes out Basically on a blog entry puts it out on medium.com comes out and says in a post in a post game press conference today. Javi Baez stated that this thumbs down gesture during the game was a message to fans who recently have booed him and other players for poor performance. These comments and any gestures by him or other players with a similar intent are totally unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Good on Sandy Alderson, I guess.
1: A hundred percent.
0: You have to acknowledge what drives this machine. Right, not just with the Mets, but all of baseball. It's the right. fans, right? And if you're the president and you start seeing your players turning on the fans, and you think there's a chance that your fans aren't going to be filling up those seats in the days and weeks to come, yeah, you're going to shut that down real quick.
1: Right, needed to be said. Um, if there's anyone that is hoping to stick around longer with the organization, it's him. So he's no, got to he's, def-
0: he's done. This is it. You think so? I really think so. I don't think Javi Baez is coming back next year. No,
1: no, no. I meant Sandy Alderson. Sandy Alderson has to make sure that he sides with the correct side here. He's the one that's sticking around. He's the one that I, – I agree. I don't think Javi Baez is, is coming back, especially how he revealed how soft he is with, with New York fan base. It's cool, dude. Like, go play in a hole somewhere. I Get out of here. You can't handle
0: it. And ju- on that note, just to clear up one thing – I know this whole like racial undertones thing has been a real theme recently because they're saying, oh, well, Kevin Pillar's doing it, and nobody's really coming.
1: To... Uh, I'm coming at the whole squad. I'm yeah, well, all they, of the Mets.
0: Yes, coming at all of the Mets. But when you look at the 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 billboards and the banners hanging outside Citi Field, do you really think Kevin Pillar's face is going to be up there?
1: Yeah. Do you think your fourth outfielder is going to be the face of a come on guys? Of... No disrespect little... to Kevin Pillar, but no, this story is too big to attach to a non-star.
0: I mean guys use a little bit of common sense here. And if you if you want to come at us for implying one or the one thing or the other then so be it. Take it up with us in the DMs. But come on, just look at the situation and realize Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor are the face of this story. Right. And to think otherwise, it's just silly. Like I
1: said, I mean it's it's a you got a combination of guys that have not dealt with this market before and you got to be thick-skinned. Um,
0: if you're Francisco Lindor, the only, the only thing you have really had to deal with in your career is playing in Cleveland and being called Mr. Smile. That's, that's your career.
1: Yep. That's it. That's there's, there hasn't been, you know, injuries aside, there hasn't really been any type of adversity with losing, you know, a division lead or, you know, things like that to where it's like breathtaking across league news. You know what I mean? The Mets collapse this year is a big deal, and it's arguably the biggest regular season deal that Francisco Lindor has dealt with, the biggest hurdle that he's dealt with during the regular season. But you're talking about two guys that are in the middle of your infield that can't handle this, one of whom got a big paycheck. But it's corniness all around. It's corny everywhere. Been saying it all year. As far as thick skin goes, look, Petey Alonso is absolutely corny. He definitely does some things. It's a little over the top for me. It's just a little awkward. I won't hate on the guy. I read stories about how deeply bullied he was at University of Florida. You hate to hear those types of stories. I'm sure it made him better, made him a better person, shaped him into who he is today. I don't know if I can say that he has thick skin at this point with playing in New York. I don't know. The lows are really low. The highs are high, and he's got a high ceiling. But the lows are really low. You know what I mean? It is like really down on yourself, low kind of situation. If I'm looking at that team, I don't see a team first player really anywhere. I don't see it anywhere. And I don't blame DeGrom because he's had years of non-run support. Why be leader for this team when they don't show up for you? Noah Syndergaard, if you follow him on social media, just posts shirtless pictures of himself or videos of him throwing bullpens with his shirt off and his hair down. We've already talked about the the way Strowman operates. We've already been been blocked from him on social media. You look around and you're like, who the hell is going to step up and actually be a, a, a grown man that's trying to lead a, a team here? Because I don't see it anywhere. Then at this rate, I, I would rather see them clean house and start over.
0: I don't know if that's the answer, though, because I think that's what – Mets fans and the organization was hoping that this year would be for them bringing in bringing in Cohen having some exciting news with Lindor with the rumored uh, jersey situation with the black thing which by the way you I think you may have alluded to it but Steve Cohen comes out on Twitter after all this and says I miss the days when the biggest controversy was the black jerseys like you you have to think if you're a fan of this organization, if you're in the organization, that this may have been the year that something changed, and that maybe you guys started to move in the right direction. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, sure, you might not go out and win a World Series, but at least you're not the laughing stock of the league. But let's make a statement on something that we can build off of.
1: Let's have a good year, sure. knowing that it's going to be success moving forward. And and just putting a, a roster together on paper isn't good enough. I'm sorry, it's just not how it can happen. And Those are things that a GM needs to know. And when you talk about, I mean, you can go all the way back to high school days when scouts look into players. It's about character. It has to be about character. What is this guy about? What is he at his core? If the numbers are there, awesome. Let's get him here. But we got to make sure the character fits with what we're trying to do as an organization. And that is a part of when a GM is trading for guys or bringing guys in. Does he plug a hole in our bucket? And does he also fit what we're trying to create in the clubhouse? And it seems like it's a clubhouse of people that just don't belong together. You're letting, you said second graders earlier, you're letting two second graders run the class. 100%. And Luis Rojas being the teacher is just sitting back. And there's mayhem. There's food being thrown everywhere. Desks are flipped over. No one's done their homework. It is a bad situation there. So if you think it's just unlucky baseball, if you think it's it's just how baseball works sometimes of you
0: know going on a cold streak, this is deeper. They've lost entering Monday. They've lost twenty-one of their last thirty games. But but yes, let's focus on the fans and how they right. interpret our thoughts and feelings on the field and our actions of putting two and, thumbs and
1: down. And arguably, I this has to be one of the craziest things slash responses I've ever heard of getting booed. I've never heard of anything like this before. You can grab any of your favorite players over the history of baseball, and when the question asked, it was, is asked about them getting booed, 99% of the time it's been, they're right, I need to play better. We need to play better. Those are the quotes you're going to hear. I deserve to get booed. I'm not playing how uh, up to the standards. I need to turn it up a notch. Those are what you hear.
0: And even if they don't truly believe that, they're going to say it because that's what you say in that situation because otherwise you look like an idiot. Exactly. And again, and and this
1: proves that the the stuff that happens in the crowd affects players. It eventually gets to them. The booing eventually gets them. The heckling eventually gets to them. The fact that you don't have Rays fans showing up at TROP, that affects them. Certain guys may be able to turn that off. But when you talk overall as a team, it's not possible. And I'm talking about home. I'm not necessarily talking on the road. The Yankees get booed wherever they go. That's normal. The Red Sox get booed wherever they go. I'm talking at home. Well, your fan base is either not showing up, they're booing you, they're heckling you. They're demanding a change. That's what they really want. It is your job as an organization, no matter what level you're at, player, GM, any type of front-off, you want to affect positive change. That's what you have to do. And you got to come together and say that. Whether you agree with what the fans are expressing, doesn't matter. You have to say I want to get this ship pointed in the right direction, and we need to do it together. That's why 99% of the quotes you've ever heard come out that way, not this way.
0: Last thing I'll say on the matter before we move on, I know we've been talking deep about this, but Deserves to be just raked over the coals because this is just a joke of a story. For those people that are saying, oh, it's just... Again, I, I I know I already said this, but I just want to recap. For those saying, oh, well, this is, just a, this is just a stick. Like, they're just joking around, having a good time. Like, there's actually people... There are former players. I've seen... I'm not going to name names. They're on Twitter. Former players that are running with the whole sarcastic ap- approach of saying... Uh, they respond to these guys on Twitter and say, hey, guys... Cut it out. You're not allowed to have any fun on the baseball field anymore. Look, if this is your idea of fun, if you want to run with this shtick. Yeah. have fun. Considering you were in Good first luck. place the first half of the season and you're now, let's let's see, six and a half back in the wild card. For the second wild card spot, you're six and a half back after being in first place. By all means, have all the fun you want. Go for it. No skin off my back. Let's talk about uh, the rest of the league, shall we? Yeah. Thank God I'm not a Mets fan. It's very possible, hopefully, barring any other nonsense, this, this could be one of the last times we're talking about the New York Mets this year. I hope so. May not be the last, but it'll be one of the, the final few. Playoff percentage of two point six percent, by the way. But but Nate, they're having fun. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh we got a month left, Nate. It is by the time you're hearing this, it is September. This cruised by didn't it? Yeah. August flew by. I think overall this season just flew by. They really did. Yeah. I mean, we're, we got what, uh, like 30 ish games left. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't know why. I, I feel like you kind of lose track when you take, you take certain guys out of this, like the Otanis of, of the world. And you take them out of this category. When you're looking at watching games, you're looking at stats and you're like 22, 23 home runs. You're like, all right, cool pretty impressive oh wait it's september you know what i mean it's like oh i expected at least 30 or 40 out of you you know what i mean Yep. name still may get there but it's like uh we gotta turn it up a notch you know that's why it surprised me a little
0: bit so again we're a month out we're down into crunch time and i mean we just talked recently about where we're at with the wild card races and not much has changed but you have to take into account the fact that we have a full month left and what can happen in a month. Because we've, I feel like this year, I mean, I know it happens probably more times than you think, but I just feel like we've seen some pretty dramatic collapses this year over the span of a month or and some change. Yeah. And the fact that we have a month left and people are saying this or that. Granted, we're out here kind of writing the Mets off, but I think most people are writing the Mets off. A lot of things can happen. A lot of things can happen. Yeah. I mean, I keep – my eye keeps getting caught by the Seattle Mariners. They are four – entering Monday, they are four games back from a wild card spot.
1: And it doesn't sound like a lot, but that is in a month. That's tough to make up, you know? And that's props to their organization. I give them props to what they've done. They're they're ahead of schedule. No one thought they were going to be here. Um but you have to look at how top-heavy the divisions are. I mean, the Rays are an 80-win team, which means whoever's in – or 83-win team, whoever's in second place in the AL East will lock up that top spot in the wild card. You have to look at how top-heavy it is in the Central, the fact that the White Sox have that on lock. So you're com- coming down to like a four- or five-team race between the, waist, the West and the East, and – I just can't see the Mariners pulling it off. When you, have, when you have teams and guys that have come down this stretch before and when it's crunch time, they know how to play, I look at, I look at that and I look at the Mariners saying, you're just you're just a little young for me. You're a little inexperienced for me. To know if you can get it done in crunch time and go win
0: basically 20 games this month. I just want you to believe in something. I can't. Just believe. I don't think I can. One of these years, the Mariners are going to get over the hump. Soon. I, I really believe it. And I do too. Soon. it'll be it soon. It will be soon. It's coming. What do you think needs to happen for the Cincinnati Reds to hold that second spot? Because they currently hold it over the Padres by the margins of a game.
1: Um, uh, It's it's kind of weird because it's, re- it's reliant on... Let me ask you this. Do you think they can hold on to it? I'm going to stick with my prediction and say that the, the Padres will edge it out. Because the Padres do like the spotlight. They, they have proven that. You know what I mean? They know when to show up. I think they're going to turn it on. I think they'll be okay. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, they, they say what you will, the Cardinals have been playing better ball since they traded for for Lester and J-Hap. They got Michaelis back. Like That rotation is becoming a little more effective. They could play spoiler. They could get in the way of some teams. I just don't know about the Reds. I don't know. Let me look at their schedule. See what we got coming here. Lester's been like currently in a in a you know matchup with the Cardinals, which is gonna tell you some stuff.
0: Lester's been up and down.
1: Happ has been good since, since he came over there, but um, they're gonna have a three game set that they're finishing up with the Cardinals on Wednesday, and then they have another three game set with them next week. Then they got the Dodgers.
0: Yo, Hap has been solid. Holy cow.
1: Yeah, I told you.
0: The last month.
1: They got the Dodgers, and then they end September with the White Sox. But it's a lot of light stuff in between. You got Tigers. You got Cubs. You got Pirates a lot. You got, wow, three, six, nine games left against the the Pirates. I want a 163. That's what I'm hoping for. I want a 163 with the Reds and the Pirates, or the uh, Reds and the Pirates, the Reds and the uh, and the Padres. What do you think? Can it happen?
0: It needs to happen. We've been—I can't remember—we had a couple people say that that would happen at the start of the year with our preseason. There's episode. a couple of
1: people that said there's going to be multiple 163s. <clears throat> yeah, which I like. That's I don't know if I can get on
0: board with that, but baseball needs it. I'm looking at uh, the strength of schedules. Philly is thirtieth. Cincinnati right behind them goes Phillies, Yankees, or I'm sorry, Phillies, Reds, Yankees, Royals, White Sox on strength of schedule left. Yeah, like from the bottom, so they have like the weakest yeah, schedule. So, where are Padres on that list? Uh they're apparently at the top. Oh! <laughs> Number 1. Oh yeah. Assuming this is up to date and accurate, they have 10 Ten against the Giants, six against the Dodgers, three against the Astros, four against the Braves, and three against the Cardinals. Oof.
1: I am changing my answer. I'm changing it.
0: They're literally on opposite ends of the spectrum here.
1: Yep, and I'm changing it. I am. Are you?
0: Ho- hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm officially. Uh, no, 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 hold on. At the start of September, is Nate Reyes all in, one hundred percent in, on the Cincinnati Reds? Are we? Are we is Nate Reyes all in on a red October? I'm all in on the Padres missing. That's not what I asked. Is Nate Reyes at the start of September?
1: What is the strength of schedule of the Cardinals out of curiosity?
0: Who cares? That's they have the third third most difficult. They got four against the Dodgers, ten against the Brewers, five against the Reds, and three against the Padres.
1: Okay. I'm all in. Cincinnati Reds, the Red October. You'll love to hear it. I'm officially in. Then the Padres miss the postseason.
0: Yikes. Yikes.
1: For those kids, let me just run up. Blame it all on Tatis' shoulder.
0: Yeah, because he's the savior. No, no knock on Tatis, but you can't pin this season on Tatis. You can't pin anything. Come on. Like, he is great. Face of baseball.
1: He's he's been lights out when when he's healthy.
0: But Padres fans, come on. Have a little... I have a little perspective here. I have a little self awareness. This Too isn't much on tinkering. Tatis. Too much tinkering by the GM. This on Tatis. I saw a tweet the other day from a Padres fan and said, "Padres fans need to talk. Stop talking so much trash in spring training because when this happens, mm-hmm. they have to wear it mm-hmm. all next offseason." Yeah. So uh, have fun with that. But for those who are curious, let me just run down the list in case you are curious about the strength of schedule list. And in order from toughest to weakest, we got Padres, D-backs, Cardinals, Tigers, Brewers, Rays, Angels, O's, A's, Giants, Rockies, Dodgers, Twins, Red Sox, Mariners, Cl- uh, Indians, Indians, Cubs, Astros, Mets, Rangers, Marlins, Braves, Pirates, Blue Jays, Nationals, White Sox, Royals, Yankees, Reds, Phillies. So to give you some perspective there, Seattle is sitting right in the middle at 15. So it's Boston, Seattle, Cleveland right there in the middle of the pack. So with a
1: little AL talk, I mean, I like that uh, the Rays have a tough schedule moving forward. The Rays are at
0: six right now. The Rays have uh, three against the Astros. Three against the Yankees, six against the Red Sox, six against the Blue Jays.
1: I like that. I like that that's tough. They need a good They need a good punch to the gut. It's a little reminder. I'm not buying in on them. Won't do it.
0: Won't do it. With that said, though, let's see here. Where are we drawing the line here with the wild card race in the A.O.? It's got to be Toronto, right? Toronto's four and a half back from a second wildcard spot. Safe to say, I, I'm yeah. going to go out on a limb yeah. here and say Toronto is pretty much out of the mix, but... You can't, you can't include Cleveland, so anything beyond that is just, we'll see you next year, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that list is done. I would even go out on, yeah, I might even go out on, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to draw the line in Seattle. This is between the Sox, Oakland. A half Warriors. game? Really? Yeah, I just, I'm not, the Blue Jays just don't do it for me. And really, I mean, if you want to go a step further to your point, as much as I would love to see the Mariners pull something out of the hat this yeah. next month. I really think this is just a matter of who's going to get the two spots between the Yankees, Red Sox, and A's. I I kind of agree with you. We can't officially, mathematically draw that line
1: quite yet, but I, I agree. I feel that.
0: And for what it's worth, I'm not terribly confident when I say that. Like I'm not just yeah. writing this off. Like oh, this is written in stone. But I and just in terms of gut feel, I I feel like I have to draw the line here. I is that your
1: vibe? A's. Is that your vibe with the Phillies? <sighs> No, they, I, f- I feel... You think they can figure I know things I've, out a I've, little bit? I've wavered on the Phillies this year. I know I have. Because we have Reds, Padres, Cardinals, Phillies, all within three games of each other.
0: I'll say that. Okay, you know what? I'll say this. Mm. Oh, this is tough. I really think it's going to come down... Uh, this The sense the sensible thing to say here is that, to your point, yes, the Padres figured out. I really want to see the Reds in there. Yeah. But I think the Phillies knock on the door. They inquire about so the that season.
1: You could see the Phillies hopping at least over St. Louis.
0: Yeah, St. Louis just hasn't done it for me this year. And again, yeah, I know, like, like I yeah. said, I know I've wavered on the Phillies, and the Phillies have given people reason to not really have any faith in them. But Yeah, I'm with I you there, know. I think. I just feel like there's a little buzz there. Uh, I agree. The Philly stuff, I,
1: I don't think they get it done. I don't think – their well, last okay. week of baseball will matter.
0: All right. So, say your prediction, if you will, comes true. Padres jump the line. They take that second spot.
1: No, I'm out. I'm or a no, red I'm October. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. So I'm officially out. Back up here. I I was getting ahead of myself. You have the Reds in the second spot due to strength remaining strength of schedule. The question I was trying to ask you: Who do you see finishing higher in that race? to Phillies or the Padres? Padres. So you have it. you the have Philly them vibe. not
1: figuring it out, yeah, not figuring out, but not getting in, or I mean, not not figuring out and not getting in. And the the Phillies, I don't know. The, so you the have the Padres Hoskins not blow. figuring it
0: out, but not falling off the map. You yeah. just kind of have them. Sitting I think they there tread right water, below the line. basically. Yeah,
1: okay. They're gonna tread water in the last week of their games. They're still gonna be important, but I don't think they get. It. I think the Phillies. You talk about. You know the Hoskins blow, Didi hasn't been healthy. I just I look at uh, I, Harper's I back the,
0: sore from carrying the team.
1: I look at yeah I Wheeler. look at inconsistency in Nola. I mean JT is apparently gonna start getting reps at first base. It's just like what's going on over there, you know? But I think they're a couple pieces away, you know, from maybe figuring it out down the road. But this year they just don't do it for me. I see them maybe getting past the the Cardinals. But, no, that's it, which means which means the NL East is a lock. It's the Braves. What we both said at the beginning of the year. Uh, did we? We both said it because I distinctly I distinctly remember disagreeing with all the freaking fan graphs and all that stuff, putting them in, like, third or fourth place. Oh, all, yeah, that, yeah. All the projections terrible. had them way down there.
0: That's right. Yeah, we did have them both coming out of the East. Tough look for us taking the Cardinals out of the Central. Did not pan out. It's on them also didn't pin out the Angels out of the West for you, guy. Come on. Try to get bold with it. <laughs> Try to get bold. Um, I'm just – I. you can say whatever you want. I'm on Harper's Jack, whatever. I, I handle the comments in, in the – I handle the hate in the comment section. But you did mention the Phillies. I mentioned Harper carrying the team. Just want to provide a little update here. Entering Monday, that's changed tonight as a result of Tatis is in uh, – Vladdy Jr.'s outings at the plate tonight. But entering Monday, Nate, uh, Bryce Harper was the only player in the league with an OPS over 1,000. Hmm. Oh, but wait. His batting average, you say? <laughs> Bryce Harper is sitting top 10 in the league in batting average. In the in the league, as in Major League Baseball, not National League. Major League Baseball, top 10 in batting average. So let's go ahead and just uh, <laughs> calm that noise. Uh, um. So satisfying for you. (laughs) I've been saying it. It's not when you come out with something like that, it's not satisfying when you don't stick to your guns throughout the, throughout the season. If I were to, if I would have wavered on the whole Harper thing, like eyes off to slow start, his RBI's, he's only, he's only hitting solo shots. Yeah. I gotta be real with you. I
1: haven't, I don't feel like I've had anything this year where I've stuck to my guns about anything specifically.
0: I'm sure we could think of something.
1: I've had some rough luck on some things. Rendon was my L M V P and that uh, just didn't pan out injury bug the whole time
0: somebody will somebody will hit you up in the
1: DM, I think Nola so. was my NL Cy Young right
0: uh, let's see here Cy Young no Flaherty even worse that's <laughs> no, no. Even worse no and
1: to be fair oh I'm uh, there it is Aaron Judge playing 120 games
0: found it which is close to by the way, I looked up uh, looked up the numbers for Stanton and J.D. Ah, you're getting a little nervous, are you? I'm. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm. Yeah. I'm sitting up in my seat. I'll say that. Okay. I'm. Sa- it's right. like that. It's like I've that been meme. quietly thinking about that for weeks, and I haven't wanted to say anything to you. It's like that meme where the where the guy's playing video games, and then all of a sudden he like sits up. That's yeah, me to, right to lock it in. <laughs> yeah, to lock it in. That's me right now. I'm gonna have to wait out this last month, but jd's still he's got overall he's still got stan but i will give stan credit he is he's turned it up a notch this year so props and
1: and uh that's that's also one thing i mean i I can stand on a hill and die on a hill with a lot of yankees predictions and, and things but i did say things would get better if they got him in the outfield and they have and i've said that for a while now i've said that for a few years because he was fine in miami there were no injuries he was totally fine all you gotta do is Keep him from sitting on the bench for an hour and a half. Anyway, but the judge prediction playing over 120 games, I feel good about that because
0: no one bought in on that. I got I'm a lot of hate. Sh- I'm pretty sure I made a quote graphic for that. Did I not? Not yet. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, oh on on my prediction for judge for judge. I'm on, almost like positive. Like this, I the did. beginning of the year.
1: You're saying? Yeah. I made it when I made that prediction. Can you recycle it for me? Let's go back here. Hold on. Because we are. Stand by. Three games away. Is that what is he
0: at right now? He's, he's at one
1: sixteen. So I don't know if Baseball Reference is including this game oh, going no, right now. I think, it's I don't think it plus. So three um, more games.
0: I know I did somewhere. I'm almost positive I did. I do. Remember ah, here it is. Here, it is. here it is. Here it is. A March twenty sixth. Nate Reyes. No one's gonna come out and say this. No, he said. No, I said. No one's gonna say this. So I'll come out and say it. Aaron Judge is gonna play over one hundred and twenty games this year. Read me some comments. Some of the comments. <laughs> the Miami Marlins and Baltimore Orioles will face off in a World Series before a judge plays 120 games. Yes. Somebody said no chance. Yes. Somebody said as a Yankees fan, he'll realistically play 50 to 70 tops. Stanton will be lucky to play 45. 120? Haha, <laughs> not even if you count all of his rehab starts. 85 to 95 at best. Somebody said 60 games. This feels this feels much better. I feel way better. Diz hit you with like 10 smiley faces. Or ten laughing faces, uh, 145 if healthy. Knowing the Yankees and their injuries issues, it would be 110 tops. To be fair, their injury history would lend you, or would lead you to believe that, yeah, probably not. I mean, we, I can't remember what episode it was, but we, that
1: the judge stuff was all fluky.
0: It we wasn't- dragged. I don't again. I don't remember what episode it was, but we dragged the Yankees training staff. Mm, yeah, to the point. Did I? I I know I'm. I remember telling you this to the point where somebody on Facebook, like a friend of one of the training staff members, like tagged them and like, hey, look, at, look at what they're saying about you right now. Perfect. And I'm like, Good. <laughs> Needs to be known. Let, let them know. Yeah. Uh, but
1: Yeah, yeah. I, no, to it's, you. I feel good about it. That makes me feel a lot better because I was very wrong in a lot of things on my predictions. But this feels good. Knock on this old wood desk here. Still uh, I was got three games forget. to go.
0: Hoping you'd forget.
1: Still got three games to go. Don't want to step on the line
0: that's uh, all that's pretty much all I got I got to close in the book here for us but uh, you got anything else for the people Uh, you bu- buckle up this month this month is
1: going to go quicker September is going to go even quicker than August and I'm excited to see true colors of certain teams I'm excited to see the put up or shut up performance
0: I can't wait to see the true colors of the New York Mets man they've been they've just been quiet this year man yeah. like really, oddly really stayed out of the headlines I mean, you'd think a team that plays in that kind of market would be making a little bit more noise. Uh, closing the book here, Nate, speaking of Mets, no Syndergaard test positive for COVID. He was vaccinated, so he will miss uh, his second rehab start. He's going to be a free agent this offseason. season. Yeah, so, uh, Yeah, safe to say he's, he's – Why would uh, you want to go from... back anyway? What are you? What's the point of working back to that team? Well, more shirtless picks, I guess, if you're him. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I guess you can do that. You don't have to be on the – yeah, that going be playing exactly. with the team to do that. Uh, Shohei Otani in the headlines again. Shocker. First player in Angels history to record a 40-20 season. He's also the first Japanese-born player and the fifth foreign player to accomplish the feat. Nice. Had to make a little note here. I just really don't think we've given Salvador also, Perez.
1: side note, no, nothing to freak out about, but he did get hit in the wrist a couple days ago and he's not pitching against the Yankees. Yeah, this so series. I got scratched. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean so the fact that keep he's that in mind. I think he's still I think he's still a lock for the MVP, right? Even if he doesn't pitch the rest of the month. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. we didn't all agree on that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Definitely a lock. Sucks for Vladdy. Really yeah, does. Lord, man. Great pick. Big props on that
0: pick. Thank you. I felt really good about it.
1: Any other year he has it. That's it's baseball. Just, we had to break we had to break barriers of stereotypical positions with a guy to to beat him out.
0: True. We had to have a season like we've never seen before for my pick to not come true. Yeah. That's baseball, Susan. Uh, as I said, Salvador Perez, though, do not, I just don't feel like we've given him enough love. and Deserves it. I just happen to see the fact that he's got 38 home runs entering Monday, Yeah, which would have been second in the league had Vladdy not hit two tonight. I don't think he hit a third, but assuming Vladdy's done for the night with two, he's now tied with Vladdy for second most in baseball, which is just crazy.
1: Awesome, 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 awesome. Give Let's just give him some some support, finalize this roster a little bit, and watch out for the Royals. Moving to That forward, AL
0: Central, man, the a, I'm telling you. The Royals, lot is a big come up the coming Tigers, the AL Central. By the way, not in closing the book, but just something that came to mind. Did you see A.J. Hinch's quote the other day? No. I got to pull this up. What do you say? I see them as buyers, by the way, this offseason. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what A.J. Hinch said. Really? Let me uh, pull it up here. I kind of got I I kind of got a little fired up, not going to lie. People can say what they want about the Tigers. He said we, they asked they asked Hinch about adding top free agents over the offseason. He said, "We're going to and I get, again, I know that this is kind of what you're supposed to say as a manager or whatever, but he could have went a lot of different ways with this." Yeah. Given his situation. Right. But he came out and said, "We're going to reestablish ourselves as a winning franchise and develop a winning culture. If you want to be a part of it, then you'll come. If you don't, then we'll beat you." Ooh. I'm telling you, man! Jeez. Don't sleep on the Tigers. Wow, I like. We that. need to come up with a. I'm, I need to come up with a little mantra for the Tigers. We got "Let's go Marlins," but the AL equivalent of that, we need something. I'm gonna need to come up with something for the Tigers because we got time. Fire me up, Detroit. Um, fire me up. <sighs>
1: Maybe a maybe a Nicky Castellanos comeback tour, interesting,
0: <laughs> real interesting,
1: interesting. Nah, I don't think he wants to play in cold weather anymore. I could see. Yeah, him I don't think he wants anyway.
0: to Anyway, I love See, see him it with though. Padres. No, don't sit. Don't put that in the universe, please. I think i I think I'm gonna go with that right now. Well, that's funny because you texted me the other day and said, "Looks like." Red Sox future right fielder is coming. So to. true, though. Doesn't it look right? It just he, makes sense. It makes sense. It, it really just does. looks
1: like it, it. The whole like baggy three quarter hoodie thing that he rocks. It's just it, it just makes sense. It adds up. Anyway,
0: dude's a ball player.
1: Can I have a league pick like one team for each league? Sounds like you just gave it. Is that cool? Yeah, that's
0: fair. Right. I mean, that's still one 15th of the league. So, I mean, it props to you if you get
1: right. Get it right. Maybe we should do that moving forward. Pick an NL team, pick an AL
0: team. Yeah, give ourselves an hour. A little bit of a buffer. A little bit of a buffer. That's all
1: I had. Cool. Good stuff. Cheerio, chaps. Have a good week. Happy September. Happy September. You made it. Uh, If you're in any other state besides ours, hopefully it's it's cooled down for you. Apparently someone just turned the dial up over here and it's only gotten hotter. But uh, yeah, do your thing this week. Do your thing. Don't go chasing curveball.
0: We love you. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.